Welcome to As the Story Grows, I'm Brian Patton. Today we welcome Becky Fontaine and welcome back Nathan Gray from the Iron Roses to the podcast. The Iron Roses will release their self-titled album this Friday, October 20th on Iodine Records. Becky and Nathan talk about how the Iron Roses has transformed into a full-fledged band and how much freedom and inclusion that has brought to the members within the group. Finding joy in being yourself, fighting hatred with hope, and more. This is probably the most fun and joyful conversation I've ever had on this podcast, and revisiting it on the edit was uplifting to my spirit. If you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to As the Story Grows wherever you get your podcast. You can find the podcast on Substack, Patreon, and Discord. Links to all of those will be in the show notes. Come hang out. Enjoy today's chat with Becky and Nathan from the Iron Roses. The architects of misery Caught down on the battlefields on high They pick and fight for you and I To gamble us and set the price But from the dead to the back Well, welcome, um, Nathan. I'm excited to have you back. Uh, you've been on though, so Becky, let's start with you. Oh, you sorry, one me- second. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just freaked out. Sorry. <laughs> Try that again. <laughs> uh, Becky, let's start with you. Just like, give me an opening snapshot. Where did you grow up? What got you into music, and and what led you to the Iron Roses? Oh. That's quite a snapshot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I grew up everywhere. I am an Air Force brat, so that means I moved yeah. all over the place. Um, spent most of my like later part in life, I guess, uh, in Ohio, um, okay. where I lived until 2019 when I moved uh, to Maryland. And now I live two doors away from, from Nathan. <laughs> um, I've known Nathan for a decade now and I have been providing like backing vocals on a couple tracks here and there mm-hmm. and all of their, um, for the past five or six years yeah, on all yeah. of their solo albums so far. Mm-hmm. So my transition into being a full on Rose, um, you know, kind of happened, I guess, <laughs> organically based on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now in this album, instead of being, you know, the backing vocalists were kind of sharing those primary vocal duties. So it's been been a cool come up, I guess the kids would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would the kids say that? I don't I don't know. know. I don't know the kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Let's Nathan, you were on uh this show about a year ago mm-hmm. when we chatted you just made the switch to the Iron Roses full-time. How has the response been in changing and just being like, this is the band? It's been awesome. It's been absolutely incredible. Um, I think that a lot of fans had sort of the same issues I did with what was going on, because I think like with the solo stuff, there's a certain uh, expectation or idea of what solo stuff sounds like. And not only that, but I just wasn't really happy with only putting forth my part of what I do, 
You know, I like working off of other people. So yeah. when I decided to switch over to Nathan Gray and the Iron Roses, it was like, wait a minute. No, this still doesn't feel right. Cause it sounds like a blues band. Number one, <laughs> like, and like when you do someone in the somethings, it's always, I don't know. It just doesn't sound right. And it always sort of, although it gives the rest of the band sort of more autonomy, it's still a backing band as opposed to everyone being involved. So, uh, I think the idea of it has come off much better. And then yeah. now that people are even hearing it, they're like, Oh, well, this all makes sense <laughs> now, you know? Yeah. So I think it, it's been wonderful. The, 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 um, feedback we've been getting. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Becky, have you noticed a change in how, like, even you guys just showing up to practice or writing since the name change? <laughs> yes. Um, because it's funny because when Nathan talks about when it still was Nathan Gray and the Iron Roses, I know I can't speak for the rest of my band. I can make assumptions, but I know for myself, it felt still like, well, what's, what's my place in this? Like, you know, mm -hmm. if I am an and, <laughs> um, what, what, um, autonomy do I have or what's my place? Like how much can I insert myself? Um, I know for me personally, it was even like translating into our live show where I was afraid to leave the mic stand. Yeah. Um, and now I'm like a maniac standing back behind <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Like, I yeah. look back like, what is she doing back there? Yeah. <laughs> and, and now I'm running into everybody on stage. Yes. <laughs> um, but so it's been cool to to see that transition, not just for myself and the rest of the band in where we are like, oh, I this is actually our thing. And I think that really happened in the studio with this album because everybody had brought so much to the table. It felt ours and it was like the defining moment of this is ours. And honestly, it uh your like your I'm using the term transition, but I don't mean it. Sort of. um, your transition into not being the front person. My transition. <laughs> we know, we know. Um, letting go of control. Yeah. Like that mm -hmm. has been something that I've watched you do too, mm -hmm. like which has been bravo, ma'am. Because I know you. that was hard for you, but yeah. um, that's, you know, that's been part of our whole kind of becoming as a band. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 You guys feel maybe not speaking for everybody in the band, but you're not as replaceable. You are the band and like, correct. You're damn right. Yeah. Don't forget it's, it. And it's funny, even in this band with forming it. Okay. Um, even with forming like what the iron roses was going to be, we've been through many iterations and members, but I, I really feel like we're, we've got the A team we now. Like it's just, do. that's we definitely it. Definitely do. Nothing's changing from here. Yeah. Wildly talented yeah. group of. You have to die friends. to get out of this band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was morbid. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> also in that year, since we chat is about, a year ago, but a little more than a year that you, that was your coming out as gender non-conforming. Mm -hmm. And from a completely outside perspective, like there's so much joy, I feel like, in just like <laughs> press photos and videos, <laughs> like talking yes. to you now, like there's a joy. Do you just, do you have this like freedom now of just like, Fuck! I'm finally who I want to be. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's like, super fucking annoying. Yes. Down. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I'm like annoyingly joyful now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I um I just posted about it the other day. I checked my blood pressure. I'm like, uh, my blood pressure is down. What the fuck is going on here? Like it's um like I've had high blood pressure for years, and then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, we're good now. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's been great, and it's been so I guess obvious for everyone that mm -hmm. sees me and what I'm doing that I'm a completely different person at this moment, you know, and not just by the way I look, but the way I feel and the way I present myself and the way I act like it just, um, it's been awesome. It's been awesome. I, I had no idea. That's all I had to do. <laughs> like, it's like, Oh, that's it. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That how, was how, easy. Yeah. Yeah. How has the the scene response been? Because, you know, hard, hardcore and punk doesn't have a, a great track record in being the most accepted people, even mm -hmm. if they want to say, like, we're open to everybody. Like, that's not really true. Right. <laughs> right. Right. There are. I mean, you have you're going to have little microaggressions. You're going to have little issues. I think one of the biggest issues I've had is there came a point where we had to stop drawing from the boy sets fire fan base yeah because we got what we got you know and at this point if we dip in over there anymore it's just bringing people over that are like oh i like to do better yeah. the other way oh miserable you like that better <laughs> fuck off like yeah. you're not a friend or a fan then go fuck yourself like yeah um so you know or i just like this i don't like this you know okay fine that is understandable. That's whatever. Yeah. Just go do what you do and like what you like. Um, but besides that, honestly, I really haven't had that hard of a time. I've had more issues within my family than I have with <laughs> complete strangers. Yeah. Which is sad, but at the same time, I've learned very well how to let go of that yeah. kind of thing and, and grasping on more to chosen family than anything else. And it's been wonderful. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's talk about this new album. When did the writing process yes. start for this record? <laughs> it's always going. Nathan, I'm, I'm already writing the next album. So, Sorry. <laughs> I'm already writing. <laughs> we were tracking over a year ago. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we were doing like, um, We'd have some writing sessions mm -hmm. here, some we'd go to Ohio and and do some writing because we've we've got members all over the yeah. place. Yeah. So um it's yeah, and, and besides that, like the sort of the way we do it and how I want to keep doing this is we'll sit around at our respective homes and write. And through the miracle of modern technology, <laughs> we can just write stuff and send it and people can add parts and we throw it back and forth until we have like some songs that we can work on live. So once you have that, then you you bypass the whole issue of a bunch of people in a room going, all right, I guess we doodle <laughs> until we figure something out, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's. It's crazy. I know Phil and I, especially, it drives her insane, are already like, oh, I got a song. I got a song for the next <laughs> album, you know, like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we, we, we've we been writing for about a year 
and over that, over I, that yeah. yeah may i remember us doing like scratch vocals in that yeah. studio room in like may of and we had year. about 25 songs that we narrowed down to 11. yeah <laughs> nice. yeah uh, that's awesome that's awesome how was this experience different than rebel songs obviously that was like a pandemic record versus Ooh. this is like yeah. you know getting to write and record and yeah. in a room awesome. you know yeah, yeah, it was. It's very All different. different. All yeah, completely different people, completely different situation. Uh, because, like you said, it was during the pandemic, and it was me, my friend Jed, and Gene. And basically, we were only writing. Gene lives in uh, Tennessee. Jed lives like fifteen minutes down the street, but still, we weren't getting together, and we were writing everything online with each other. And so, by the time we got into the studio. It was me, Jed, and Gene. We got into the studio with Brian McTurnan, and he about lost his mind on us because we didn't even know the songs. Like, because we'd only been doing it through the computer, we never got together. So once we did get together, he was like, oh my God, I hate you guys. Like, you know? <laughs> um, and then like Becky would come in to do backing vocals. I brought Phil in to do some rapping on that album. And, um, but this time it was, a completely different situation where we all knew what we basically needed to do for the songs. But when we got together, it was just like, that's when we, I mean, let's be honest. That's when we knew this was the band Yeah, is when we got in the studio for this album, yeah. it was like, there it is. Yeah. We figured out what everybody did, what everybody brought to each song. And it just, it took off. Mm -hmm. It was so amazing. so far have a very similar energy when you were taking those 25 songs and paring them down was there like a, a vibe you were like this is what we want the record to sound like as opposed to just like these are the best songs you know not yeah. that you didn't pick the best songs but like mm -hmm. what was the importance there and choosing and trying to figure out how you're choosing what to be on their album it was definitely the energy well, yeah, we yeah. wanted to just like drop an album that just slapped people right in the yeah. face. And just what was that? <laughs> From beginning to end, it just needed to yeah. go. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so there were songs that just were like, it's good, but eh. you know, does it, it does it compete with the energy? Yeah, yeah. You know? And and we basically based everything off of "Screaming for a Change." Mm -hmm. um, "Screaming for a Change." I'm so glad that that song became what it did because I sent the old version to everyone when <laughs> we first started working. It was a very slow reggae song. It sounded nothing like what it sounds like now. Wow. And um, yeah. because we were experimenting with reggae and ska influences within the punk spectrum. Yeah. And, um, and it was, it was so funny. We were just sitting around laughing hysterically at this version because it's nothing like it. But uh, Screaming for the ch for a Change being the first song on the album, being the first single, really introduces this album. Mm -hmm. yeah. It has everything in it. The screaming, the punk, melodic punk stuff, the sort of reggae vibes, the ska stuff. It's got everything. Yep. Um, and that really needed to be the lead out for this album. Um, and everything sort of follows suit after that. Like uh, Old Guard, and you're going to hear a new single coming out this month. 
Um, I'll just say what it's called. It doesn't matter. It's called <laughs> Justify the Lies. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's out. The the list of what the songs are called are out. So yeah. it I can say what it's called. Um, and this that song is going to play a little bit more to that reggae vibe that, that we're doing, but with a lot more pep and energy to it. <laughs> yeah. And, and what I really love about this next song that's going to come out is Phil plays a lot more of a role in that mm -hmm. and Becky okay. to where uh, Phil and I are going back and forth in sort of a high energy, almost hip hop sort of feel over this reggae vibe. And then um, Becky has her own part in the bridge. And so you get to see all the different vocals work on this next yes. song. Um, but as we go through these singles and then at the release in October, I think everyone's going to be very pleasantly, I don't think surprised, but happy yeah. with what they see come of this re the rest of this album. Because you'll hear three songs before it comes out and then go, this all makes sense. Mm -hmm. This yeah. all very much makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been releasing music for so long and the industry has changed so much. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, even in like 10 years, like, I've even like a few years ago, it's like cassettes were big and now they're out again. Right. Like yeah. that's, yeah, that's yeah. not a, it's not a thing. Like does like streaming and videos and just like the rollout for a record. How, how has that changed been? Is it just like, Oh, we have to have like, I mean, you guys aren't putting like five singles, six singles out before the record releases, right, but like no. it's, it's not, you know, like it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, being 25 years old. Ma'am, you are twice that, plus one. <laughs> twice plus one. <laughs> you may um, be aging in reverse, but let's not stretch it. <laughs> um, it's changed drastically. And fortunately we have the label and our management team and things like that to really guide us mm -hmm. on what is how things are done now. Mm -hmm. And there are definitely like some butting of heads to where I have to just be like, I'm going to let go because I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've been through many different iterations of how things are done. And at this point, I don't get it. I don't understand <laughs> why or how. And uh, so we just really trust our team that we have mm -hmm. on how you're supposed to do things. Yeah. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I just, we're just here to play music and look pretty. The important things in life, right? Yeah, exactly. Check, check. <laughs> check, check. <laughs> I, I don't remember when you released Rebel Songs with Casey and Iodine, were you like, Hey, we're working on new stuff. You want to do this too? Or did you like send them some demos? Like, Hey, do you want to release this new record? The, the, the main thing was getting, um, this, uh, was getting rebel songs sort of moved over into the U S cause end hits wasn't really doing it over here, uh, and, and moving away from that label in general. And so, um, I wanted to find a new home and so everyone came along with me. Uh, and it was for the most part, I said, look, if you license this for men hits and sort of give it some life over here in the u.s we will give you the next album okay and so that's pretty much how it worked and that was sort of the agreement was okay we've got one album after this that we will definitely do together and then we'll see what happens after that i just yes. remembered that for this album we had casey come over to the house and listen to it yes. with us in the room <laughs> yes. for the first time that had to be so uncomfortable yeah. like we were sitting here staring at yeah. him while he's listening to <laughs> it i was trying not to yeah i wasn't yeah, yeah. like we had him sit and mm -hmm. 
and listen to it. He's good people. Very Wonderful. Good people. Yeah. He doesn't live far from me. And it's like, we're going to hang out sometime, but we have not hung out yet. So yeah. well, adulting. It happens. Children, they run your life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 who, who did the album artwork? It was uh, Chris, Chris Hammer. Hammer. Um, Hammer. He goes by Urban. He has a um, handle called Urban Pop, where he has a comic um, bookstore. Mm -hmm. He does amazing art, and we knew that we wanted this album cover to look very different to help you know pull the narrative away from like Nathan Gray and the Iron Roses, mm -hmm. and so we wanted it to be not centric around like our faces yeah. or anything along those lines. And we've both been obsessed with his work for a very long time. Yeah. So we just said, Hey, do you think he would do this with us? And he was stoked to do it. And I am obsessed with the way yeah. it came out. Uh, we definitely wanted to create a whole, cause you'll see the t-shirts, everything are his art Yeah, and yes. wanted to make everything around that style and bring, mm -hmm. uh, cause it just, ha it has the same energy yeah. as what we're doing. So it, it works perfectly yeah. together. Yeah, it yeah. All it tells a story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you give him a direction or for the uh, artwork or? Yeah. I mean, we basically said what the album's about, what we're looking to do. And when he came up with the the guy with the rose head, sort of like it, it just made so yeah. much sense. This like almost like corporate America and this flower blooming, whether it wants it to or not, yeah, you know, a little panicked. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> uh, and that fighting back with beauty and joy against something so stifling and awful is, um, it works. Yeah. Against the suits. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. get me started. You know, I want Oh, I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> she goes on political rants and even I'm like, okay, okay. All right. I, I mean, do it. Do it. Right? <laughs> well, well, in that vein, what was inspiring you lyrically when you were writing this record? Mm. Uh, I mean, the... <laughs> Look around. Yeah. All of this. All of this. Yeah, all of this. All of this. It's funny enough. So, like, when you have a band that's as diverse as we are, it comes very easy talking about things that are going on in the world that affect, like, literally affect the people in this band. So, it made lyrical content very easy to come by. Yeah, especially because mm -hmm. we all have the same ideals and, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. ethics, I guess. Yeah, and so I think the only thing that we wanted to make sure was that despite the fact that we were very serious about what we're talking about is that we make it at least somewhat positive yeah. and joyful and, like, um, yeah, I mean, that was it. Yeah. was just, we're going to speak on the issues that affect us as a band and not just this amorphous stuff that's going on out there, but stuff that is literally relative to us and speak on how we are going to fight back with joy yeah. and laughter and hope. The difference is that it is a punk album that is politically leaning, that is not singing at people yeah it is pulling people in to be a part of a joyous revolution like yeah. we are dancing mm -hmm. our asses off yeah you know while we're mm -hmm. screaming 
yeah fuck you (laughs) and and that's not just like something that we want for us we want everybody that comes to experience our music whether at home or in person to be wrapped up in that like this is our revolution it's not like us preaching at you yeah something we're all participating in Mm -hmm. right it uh kind of uh writing lyrical evolution where you used to be like oh i'm so angry fuck it all and now it's just like yeah i'm still angry but Mm -hmm. we can fight back with love and hope and joy and the world the world could be better even though these assholes here tried to fuck everything up well i mean if you see those assholes they're miserable yeah they're miserable they're angry they're sad they're just pathetic so in order to create something that's counterculture to that you have to create something beautiful and happy and wonderful you know what i mean to to let people know that there's a place for them As it seems when you're breathing the clamp down It's all too easy to get lost when you're living in a white town When the cops come and your kids ain't disappearing anyhow Life is never as it seems when you're breathing the clamp down What's the rest of this year look like? I mean, you always playing shows, always on tour. Like, yeah. We've we've actually it's funny because like during the rollout of this, we've cut back a little bit, just sort of waiting mm-hmm. to let things get rolling a little bit. We are doing a little run down to Fest and back. We're actually playing two sets at Fest this year. Mm-hmm. One um we'll just say regular and one acoustic because we're utilizing our entire band in both sets. Yep. And our-, <laughs> our drummer switches to keys <laughs> yeah. for the acoustic set. Our brand of acoustic is still insane. Yeah. Um, so do not miss that. Mm-hmm. Um, the album release yeah, show we have an album is release in, show Richmond, in Richmond, Virginia. On the 20th yep. day of, which will be awesome. So yeah, we're doing a, a few shows between the album release date and um, Fest. Mm-hmm. And then December, we go to Europe. Yes, yes, we do. Mostly Germany and Switzerland. Yeah, back there. And then uh, then we'll see what happens. Like, I think we're looking to go out as much as we can mm-hmm. towards the end of the year, once the album's out, but not too much, and just sort of see how the ball, ball gets rolling, you know? And then into next year, hopefully, we'll just be out forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is it tough to balance that, like, all right, we have this album coming out, and we're excited to play these shows and be on the road, but also, like, you guys are always writing new songs and like, yes, be excited about new new stuff too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys, the, yeah, new songs. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, yeah, it's it's. I think also it's it's difficult to hold yourself back a little bit mm-hmm. when you just want to get out and just tour, 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 tour. Because once again, I have learned, that's, we have learned that's not how it works oh, anymore. It yeah, you don't go out and tour the U.S. to get, you know. Yeah. A cr- an audience you have to do that here online yeah. and create that or- audience in order to create a demand to go on tour mm-hmm. you know so and that's foreign as shit to me yes. like yeah. it used to be like in the mid 90s that's how you got big you went out and you toured and toured and toured and starved yourself to death to like make it work and now you could do that for years and no one's going to give a shit you know yeah. you have to work on, on whatever brand this is online or whatever <laughs> <laughs> it's exhausting. It is a big shift for you, but you are doing well. Here we are. Goodbye. Life is never as it seems when you're breathing in the clamp down. It's not too easy.
listening to As the Story Grows. Our intro music was written and composed by Jeremy Hunt. The As the Story Grows theme is by Bob Nana. If you like what you hear, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating and review. If you'd like to support the show financially, you can join us at patreon.com slash as the story grows. Be a part of our community and join the ongoing conversation over on Discord. If you enjoy this episode, share it on social media with your friends. Much appreciated, and thanks for listening.